right, so you just want me to stick to this script as best I can? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, that's so weird. <laughs> Do podcasts, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's music. No, there's no music here. It's just, it's just me, myself, and my fucking voice in this sick motherfucker next door. All right. Uh have fun, have fun editing this, okay? Uh, I, I usually do like claps in between or like for sound checky things, but I guess you don't need that because you know where to do things. So uh, I guess, I don't know, three, two, one. <laughs> Hey everybody, how's it going? <laughs> For those of you who regularly listen to this uh, podcast that I think has gone unnamed at this point, which I think I'm going to affectionately call V for Veronica, just for the purposes of this uh, podcast, uh, you'll probably know that uh, the voice you're listening to is not, in fact, the voice of Veronica Tyler. No, it is not. It is the voice of at least her presumably good friend, uh, Devane Alexander-Peterson. <laughs> and something that uh, you weren't expecting today, <laughs> at least going into this podcast, was uh, that I was going to be taking over the show. And neither did I. I had no friggin' clue I was going to be taking over this podcast today. But when illness strikes those of us who happen to be much more musically inclined than I, you must call upon your less talented friends to be able to take over your... Uh, your, uh, your other duties you, you, you promise to get done So duty calls I answer it <laughs> uh, Apparently I have to hand the fucking mic over Because we only have one goddamn mic In this fucking setup <laughs> So here you go <laughs> Have fun talking With gelato in your hand Hi guys uh, So just to give you a heads up My voice is very weak today So judging from the last podcast My voice was also very weak then But this today is not going to work out So Devane is going to Mostly take over because I trust him Well I hope <laughs> what, a, what a mistake she's made ladies and gentlemen I want to trust him <laughs> Better Better, better <laughs> So hopefully um, while this is going uh, He will be able to <laughs> He'll be able to you know conduct himself well but no promises yeah absolutely none and also i'm looking at the levels that we have right now for the fucking thing have fun balancing this shit <laughs> have fun balancing i know how troubling it is to balance shit because I, I remember i did like a really short ass podcast like a long time ago and balancing levels was shit so uh, i'm pretty sure uh, i actually she actually just changed it right now the dv levels it picked up so <laughs> Don't worry, she'll, she'll only have to edit the beginning part of it, so lucky, luckier. Anyways, hi! Uh, I have an entire, like, itinerary I have to get through, so I'm just gonna go through this. We're gonna have some fun, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll sprinkle in my little uh, dose of, uh, at least what I like to call comedy in between all of this, because, you know, that's what I like to do. So yeah, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, my name is Alexander Peterson. Yeah! Uh, I reside, at least currently, uh, in uh, Campbell, uh, in the South Bay of uh, California, but uh, I'm not going to be there for long, because I'm actually moving to Vegas very, very soon, like within like the next like two weeks, soon, so it's going to be a very long time before I ever live here again. Yeah, but anyways, I've lived in San Jose, or at least the Bay Area, like all my life, and this is my home. I love this fucking place. It's amazing. I mean... I have a lot of, like, 
nostalgia glasses for this place, even though I have very strong opinions about many different aspects of the Bay Area, but I still love it. The weather's nice. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the next thing on this list, and I'm going to try not to name these things off as I go along and try to blend these in the best I can. Uh, why the hell am I even on this fucking podcast? What the fuck makes me relevant? Um, to, to anything regarding music or, you know, uh, anything that usually gets talked about on this podcast. Well, apparently, uh, in a previous life, uh, I used to work in entertainment and, like, doing, uh, live music events, and I attended a lot of, like, various conventions across the, uh, the U.S. to find musical acts to, to promote them and put them in my own shows and get them to sell things and then, you know, get, get money so we're all happy and like it was it was a nice time i try to keep all that stuff locked away in the coma where it needs to bl- it needs to freaking stay but every now and again as we're going to this podcast i'm sure my coma will relapse in very small segments aka when running out of questions so you know we'll, we'll we'll cross those bridges when we get to them um and yeah just as a side note i don't do that anymore i'm retired um i don't <laughs> do much in terms of like uh, live events anymore um i guess i'll talk more about that later as i'm interviewing myself also can you uh, this is the strangest fucking thing i've ever done <laughs> veronica here have have the mic have it back for a second so you can sorry play. i'm i'm really trying uh so i gave him <laughs> just to give some insight on what's going on he's not oh. full of himself <laughs> I'm not. This, I'm, I'm trying to follow the fucking rules here that you've I, given me. Just to alleviate the amount of questions or things or when to stop the podcast to tell him to shut up. <laughs> this is going to be a lot sooner than later. I fucking promise you. Um, I, I wrote down some talking points for him and he's actually been doing a really good job. <laughs> you give me way too much credit. You're giving me way too much credit here. Uh, I'm gonna try my best. Also, just as a side note, uh, you know, I, I guess typically you usually would hear uh, the very sultry sound of an engine in the back in some of these podcasts. You're not gonna hear that just because we're parked uh, in a place in San Jose or at least somewhere near it. Just, just, just kind of just you know, in my cards getting you know more and more swelteringly hot. So it'll be relatively you know okay in here. I'm sure you just heard the closing of a fucking gelato can, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Don't hide the fact that you're trying to eat some ice cream when you're trying to get your fucking throat all good. I'm sure you'll get people being like, you shouldn't do that. But guess what? It's not your throat. Shut up. <laughs> it does. Don't don't you judge her. Don't you dare. But yeah, so if, if it wasn't kind of clear, yeah, uh, even though Veronica's still here, she's like not 100% here. She's like, I think... 44.25% here right now because of this incredibly terrible illness called tonsillitis. It, it's terrible. It, it, it is a detriment to musicians and just normal humans alike because, you know, we like to talk, or at least some of us do, and we need that to be able to function like on a podcast. So other than the fact that she's also kind of a week behind in doing her podcast, apparently, uh, that's also kind of capping her, so that's why I'm here to kind of, you know, take over and, you know, get things back on track. Uh, but <laughs> but why why did you write on here to give pointers on how not to get sick? My pointer on not to get sick to fucking people is just don't get sick. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your booty. Wash anything that's on yourself on a constant fucking rate. Just do that. 
How about that? That's okay. And then hopefully you're eating okay. You're not like licking doorknobs or anything like that. Just, 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 just do that. That's like the best advice I can give. Or I don't know, maybe just have really good, healthy genes from your fucking parents. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Just, just don't, I don't know. <laughs> what's the, what's the, the, the most sickest ethnicity out there? And I mean that as in who gets sick the most. I, I don't know. killed the natives. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so okay, so don't be don't be British. Don't don't be from England or anywhere in Europe. Okay, got it. Good. Don't get go. Don't be from the place that gave us the Black Death. Got it. All right, moving on. I I met the descriptions of what she said I needed to say, and that's we're gonna move the fuck on to the topics of the freaking podcast. Woo! We're having fun here. Oh God! I really hope. I really hope you guys at home are enjoying this. I really do. I honestly hope I'm not boring the shit out of you. I know. I, I really hope I'm not. But anyways, hey, uh, let's talk about some nerd shit. Now let's talk about some uh, some uh, some comic book shit that's been made into uh, into movie form. Infinity War, yeah, uh, or AKA Thanos's uh, big day. Uh, I just actually, know what? Just just because I want to like be a kind of a wholesome dude here. Uh, let's not have uh, people get mad at me, uh, and let's just say right now, this is the threshold for spoilers. If somehow you and your mother and your sister and your second cousin twice removed haven't fucking seen Infinity War, how about you stop listening to this podcast right now, get your ass in the theater, just go fucking see it. It's, it's been like four weeks. It, it, it hasn't been that goddamn... I think you're thinking about the time where you stopped seeing Black Panther on repeat. <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> Infinity War has only been out for I think maybe like two weeks. I think maybe, I think because it released on the 27th of April. Oh I think yeah, it released on the 27th of April. And today, well, actually no, wait, wait, how many weeks? It's the 17th. Okay, so we're we're nearing maybe three weeks. Okay, we're ne- we're nearing the fourth week. I think so. Uh, so listen, third week, go fucking see the film. Okay, at this point, if you haven't got seen it, like you've gotten spoiled by the fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, by the memes, the many of memes, both on Twitter, Facebook, and everywhere else in between. So, consider this your final freaking warning. Okay, let's get into it. Yes, uh, I've seen this a total of three times. Once with my uh, good friends, who are all nerds. Once with my mentor, um, who we had a very, 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 very long debate over where the Soul Stone was. Uh, he was insisting that it was in Wakanda, and I was just like, that's not flown with me at all. Actually, before I even saw it, I was saying I wasn't in Wakanda. Uh, I actually didn't tell him that I saw it beforehand, so I was kind of playing him up. If you ever listen to this, he's going to get hella mad at me, but I doubt he will. Uh, I really didn't think it was in Wakanda, and lo and behold, it wasn't. I wasn't very happy about where it was, but that was like a very small gripe. Uh, and the third time, I happened to have seen it with uh, Veronica. And... Oh my god, it was incredible. Not because, you know, she loved the fucking film, but because I have had this incredible joy seeing with people. And actually, I had it started with my mentor and some of the other people I saw it with in that theater uh, when I saw it in the East Bay. Now, when I saw it, and I don't know if I, I don't think I've mentioned this to you when we were at the theater, Ronica. Um, when I got out of the theater seeing it the second time, there were fucking kids. <laughs> crying their eyes out. They were fucking bawling because of because they saw T'Challa and Groot <laughs> disappear because of Thanos' fucking gauntlet snap. 
I can't tell you how big of a fucking smile I had when I realized that this film was our generation's Empire Strikes Back. Holy crap. It was so satisfying. Now, obviously, I'm not really advocating for the, you know, the tears of, you know, very small children, but far be it for me to deny the salt of entertainment and it's fucking very much overdue fucking uh, price or uh, overdue charge of, of, of needing to, to be there for kids to cry over. I mean, I don't can't remember the last film that both adults and kids could see and both adults and kids were crying over the film. Um, and it wasn't really that much of an exception when I saw it with Veronica <laughs> because when the resolution came and she found out that about half no about half the fucking cast just disappeared into dust <laughs> including Nick Fury <laughs> oh my god she was just oh my god she was really upset it didn't help that she was like two wine glasses in but <laughs> but she was not having it and it just was terrible because as the credits were rolling I had the biggest grin on my face I was basically making the worst jokes and showing her all the amazing memes that were coming off of the <laughs> the group that I'm a part of that talks about the movie and she was not <laughs> she was not having any of it um but that's not the biggest part of why she dislikes some of the aspects of the film and she would love to talk to you about it with her with her very very <laughs> healthy voice and very uh sharp-witted opinions uh but she has to use me as a catalyst and I understand why she does, although I don't necessarily care as much as she does. And the reason I'm I'm laboriously getting to is that well, if you, some of you guys can recall the Black Panther film, if you've seen it, hopefully you have. Um, when uh, Killmonger uh, meets his untimely end, talking to T'Challa uh, underneath the uh, vibranium uh, pa Black Panther statue, you hear him say, nah, I ain't trying to live and be captive, just throw me in the ocean, you know, because, you know, my ancestors knew bondage was uh, worse than, uh, or worse than death, and then he took the spear out of his chest, death and then, death better than, whatever, <laughs> death better than bondage, and he pulled the spear out of his chest and died, but in the second that he fell to the ground, uh, there was a very... <laughs> striking moment in the in the in the score that uh Ludwig I think Gorson I, th I think is the name who, who uh, made the score who also did uh work with uh, Charles Gambino on his first couple albums um he decided to uh include what they call uh well at least what uh Rana calls a Picardy turd but it's actually <laughs> colloquially known as a Picardy third and to sum it up, it's basically where like a like a minor uh minor chord ends up sounding like uh, a very very hopeful kind of major like very uplifting kind of like a you know like a G chord you kind of play it's like oh it sounds really nice, but <laughs> the thing about it is is that when <laughs> when Veronica saw it the first time, she got extremely pissed because it just didn't really fit the weights of <laughs> what that meant in terms of the film, and she's taking the mic. <laughs> I just felt that it was so devastating <laughs> at the end of both films. So, like, Killmonger dies, right? And it's devastating because you're like, oh, man, this really sucks. Why is he dead? And then there, there's the there's the happy chord. There's the happy chord, like, embellishing the moment. And that's why I got mad because it wasn't a happy moment for me. I just felt devastated <laughs> watching the film. And then the same thing with Thanos. Now, as we all know, with Marvel movies, at the end of the credits, there's always some type of, like, 
you know, ending credit to kind of sneak into what the next film will be about. Mm-hmm. And the the last fucking chord with Thanos. Or wait, was he part of the ending credits? Or was no, he it was, the- it, no, you're, you're thinking of the, the moment that happened right as the initial film ended. Oh, and he yeah. was sitting down looking at the sunset like he wanted okay. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- and that, then they played and, and then it went to black. Okay, I think that's what it was. So then, yeah, so Thanos comes out of this weird, like, cavern, like, cave thing, and he he looks up into the sunrise the same as Killmonger looked up. Maybe it's just sunrises and <laughs> Maybe, sunrises yeah. and Pickardy <laughs> thirds, dude. But there he is smiling at it, and it's hopeful, even though we all just experienced, like, a devastating moment with all of our favorite guys <laughs> who turned into fucking, turned into fucking dust. <laughs> and I'm just like fucking done because I'm like the composer. Much respect that he had the opportunity to work on that film, but he just really fucked me up with that. Which is 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 funny. You mentioned you know how serious both scenes were in the film because with Killmonger, I will actually agree that the 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 score and the particular core that they chose to uh, to express the, the 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 feeling of it, uh, you know, with the violins and whatnot. Uh, and Killmonger's death, I was like, yeah, it didn't really feel like all that right, you know. It was like it felt like it needed a little bit more of a a darker tone. But I guess the argument also could be made that you know it's um with his death, he became a martyr uh, with you know in in T'Challa's eyes because now T'Challa like agrees with him that you know they need to stop staying hidden, you know, maybe not to the radical uh, degree that he wanted, but you know there there was some some amount of resolution that came from his death. So I guess the argument could be made, but all in all, I kind of felt like it was it was it kind of misplaced, you know, to kind of put that there. But far be it for me to to judge, you know, uh, a professional fucking composer who works on a Marvel film. But I will actually say that I one hundred percent will say that the the core that played with Thanos's looking out into the fucking sunset, I loved to death. And the reason being is. Well, okay. So for those who may not also want to like get hints as to what the next Marvel film, the next Avengers film will be, like you might want to like maybe tune me out for like the next couple of minutes if you haven't like read the comics or anything or you really want to go in blind. So just I don't know, just kind of maybe skip ahead in the next three or four minutes. I'm trying to wrap it up quick, but um, I like the fact they use that note because. It really kind of brings home that whole idea in the entire film that the Avengers are the bad guys. They aren't the good guys. Thanos is the one that was supposed to be pegged as the good. It was Thanos' film. It wasn't the Avengers film. It said Avengers Infinity War, but at the end of the credits of the entire film, it said Thanos will return. Not fucking Avengers. That was Thanos' film, and, like, that that's one of the things that a lot of uh, us comic book nerds kind of, like, you know, was really looking for. We weren't looking for a film where the Avengers won. We didn't want the Avengers to win. We wanted, all of us wanted to see Thanos rip a new asshole into Vision and, you know, just destroy Spider-Man and Captain America um, and all the other characters. We wanted that so badly. So a lot of a lot of the other patrons who aren't as bunch of a comic book nerd as, as me and other people, you know, I understand why, and especially you know, Brian, like you know, you not really liking that note, but I I, de- I definitely understand why y'all were like kind of like, oh my god, this is terrible. But actually, as I've as I've told many other people who aren't. Uh, as big as a nerd as I am, you'll get your revenge on me when uh, the next Avengers film comes out because that's when I'm going to be crying. 
that's when I'm going to be a bawling fucking mess because then shit's going to get incredibly real and things won't reverse. Like, oh, <laughs> let's just put it that way. Things are going to be a lot less reversible in the next film. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But anyway, speaking of speaking of also uh, Black Panther and all the things we're talking about, um, yo, have y'all seen my fucking hair? It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking rad. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, uh, this th- what a what a terrific segue I just had I just had. Um that was beautiful. <laughs> what a terrific segue to the next thing we want to talk about. Um no, for real though. Um actually, it's funny. Um in the last couple days, um I actually went to uh decided to go to the salon and get my hair did. <clears throat> as as ghetto as that sounds. Um only because I tried to pick up my hair and it hurt like crazy because I, as a male, don't know how to take care of my afro as well as I think I do, and I, I, for whatever reason, don't listen to my family who also take care, takes care of their own afros, and also to the many other people who aren't black who also say take care of your fucking hair, and also you (laughs) take care of my hair, but I don't, and I finally went to it, and then the salon people were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Take care of your hair, stupid. So I finally did. I went out and like got some really good brushes and conditioner, and I use it now. And I'm like, oh my god, I can run my hands through my hair, and it doesn't fucking hurt anymore. <laughs> so uh, now I can say I have some amazing hair, and like I can say we both have amazing hair, so we fucking do. So uh, my my hair's been doing this thing that I know, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I'm actually kind of wondering how much my tapping of the fucking. Thing you and know, that's gonna be picked up. That's... I'm so sorry for anybody who's been hearing that. Like seriously, I'm so fucking sorry. I will go in and edit this. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> everything will be on fine. I might have the background on fire, but everything will be fine. Okay. No, uh, my hair has been doing this thing lately. Now that it's gotten to a certain length, that uh, it dreads by itself. Oh really? Yeah. Just to give you guys an idea, my hair is when it's wet. It, it goes past my shoulders but when it dries it it bounces up towards my shoulders and of course i don't cut my hair too often so i think it has something to do with the split ends yeah oh definitely definitely actually so i was actually a little afraid when when i went to the salon and they were like yo you should probably cut some of this off i was like you crazy i can't do this This is two years of hair growth i can't do that shit so um i did it and actually it helped uh i didn't cut that much off and it actually helped so I would actually no, I would actually definitely like say to you and anybody else who happens to have quite curly and or kinky and or affery little hair, um, <laughs> definitely go and get them split ends cut. Like do it. The only way you get to maintain long hair is if you actually actively cut off the ends of that shit. Because if you don't, your shit gets all fucked up and it's painful when you comb your hair. Like it's a fucking mess. Especially when it gets longer. And actually, that, that's one of the things, like, if my hair ever got as long as yours, I know for a fact it would. I'd have the same problem. Because technically I had the same problem, but that was because I wasn't actually properly, properly taking care of my fro. But if, if I got to get as long as yours, it's going to happen all the time, and then I'm going to be a crying mess. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely get y'all, get y'all hair checked out. Before it's too late, please. We don't. We don't need y'all crying in the streets. Please, no. Um, frick. Oh, so many fucking things. Are so um. At least I gave you a lot of things to talk about. I mean, you did. You did. You really did. Um. They're pretty relevant to you, I feel. I mean, they are. Uh, and for whatever reason, you gave me this 
Dude, I don't, how does this even segue? It doesn't. I, it, it really doesn't. Like, nothing, <laughs> this part doesn't segue. Okay, so fuck a segue into this. Apparently, I was supposed to, like, fucking say some shit about how Veronica's fucking irritable before accepting anything, which I, I don't really know if that's a trait you want to tell people, but that's just me. <laughs> Wait, there was a reason why I brought that up. Well, it wasn't stated in the notes. <laughs> it wasn't stated. So here we are. I'm sorry. I'm just going off of what I've what I've been told, okay? <laughs> I follow directions. I'm a good boy. But okay, so took care of yourself. I did. And there's some other things aside from her that you took care of. I, I did, uh, which I don't really know if I call it taking care of really, but I, I did I did a thing. Okay, so He guys he college and he just graduated. Okay, so I did and Okay, listen, before anybody, like, starts sending me mass congratulations of, Oh my god, I can't believe I graduated! Please let me explain, because this is a fucking stupid-ass story that I... He accidentally graduated college, that piece of shit. Alright, so I'm gonna try to summarize this the best I can. I went to a college that specialized in digital art, um, and... I was trying to become a game designer. So that and, and essentially that means I was studying every aspect of the pipeline that deals with game design. That means the design aspect, the coding aspect, um, animation, level design, modeling, uh, texturing, rig building, everything that it takes. I needed to understand at a base level in order to be, say that, hey, I had a degree and I can understand how to operate in that field. Now, since 2010, I was doing it, but... Unfortunately, the college that I was at was going through some significant changes that I couldn't really, you know, navigate around all that easily, and, and nor could any of my fellow students or fellow peers uh, who were also students. So as the years went on, things got harder for me to get the right requirements because things were changing. We were moving campuses. People who worked there kept changing over and over and over again. It was freaking ridiculous, and ultimately, um, I stopped going in 2016 because it just became too much. I was I was like, it, it, this is a, a longer conversation for a completely different fucking podcast, but the long story short is I was like, nah, dude, I can't do this anymore. I don't really need to be in this environment, so I left. And I just went to go in the workforce and just try to get money and try to just do other things that didn't have anything to do with game design or anything in the game field. Um, and I was okay. Uh, things were okay for a while. And then about maybe five months ago, maybe four months ago, after some heavy things that happened, with, I decided I was going to go uh, move to Vegas where a lot of my family is right now and kind of start over. I was like, screw this. I'm just going to go to a place where I can afford to live. And I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to school. I don't know. <clears throat> Two and a half months ago. Uh, I get a letter in the mail from the college I went to, and <clears throat> I don't know what the hell it was, because it was a square thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are they sending me things? Like, I have no business with them anymore. Like, they took my money, like, they took too much of time, and I was like, I don't want to deal with these guys anymore. Open it up. Turns out, there's this fucking degree in there <laughs> that is mine, has my name on it, and a letter that explains that I had 174 credits out of a possible 120 that... Could have gone to my degree, which I knew that I had. I know that I had that much, but I just, I couldn't win. I tried to petition like eight different times. They wouldn't fucking give it to me. So I just gave up, and they were like, you know what? We gave it to you because you deserve it, which is college speak for we got audited, and we don't want you to fucking sue us, <laughs> which is the short of it. <laughs> and 
I was like, okay, cool. I got my degree. I'm happy. Uh, last week, I <clears throat> I walked across the stage, even though it wasn't my class, because my family really wanted me to walk. And it was all good times, uh, even though I felt incredibly awkward about it, because I have feelings <laughs> about, about the entire situation. But I got it, and it was fun. It was nice. Uh, I can use that to get a better paying job, hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> I feel like that we're kind of stuck in that in that era as being a millennial where our degrees don't really <laughs> apply towards what we actually want to do anymore. It, yeah, I, it I, just I, shows that we have good work ethic. It does. Uh, and I agree because I did a degree and a half. And a lot of my family members are actually trying to get me to get a master's right now because I have 54 extra credits. And <laughs> they honestly like were straight up with me. We're like, Listen, dude, like, you kind of need this if you're going to, like, survive <laughs> in, in this world anymore. Other than having good worth ethic, you kind of need this as a namesake because you kind of got to flaunt your shit around uh, in order to get anywhere. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should do that. So, no, I definitely agree with you on that shit. It, it's annoying, too, because um, I was trying to get in a lot of companies – Back in 2016, I was trying to get into a lot of game companies, but I couldn't get an interview because even though I had the skills for like for a production job, just like an associate producer, they weren't letting me interview because I didn't have a fucking degree. They were just straight up about like, you don't have a degree. We can't talk to you. Like you did you, like even though I knew people it was like, you have to have something to prove it or you have to have some kind of reel that's good enough for you to get in here. And that's the thing. It's like if you don't have a reel. At the very least, if you have a degree, at least they'll, they'll give you the opportunity to be like talk to them. You know, mm. at the very at the very least, they'll be able to be like, okay, we can talk to you. Like, at least we know what the fuck you're talking about, mm-hmm. as opposed to just not having like a real and not having a degree. So, I'm kind of hoping that that kind of changes shit around. And let that be a lesson to any of you guys who are thinking about maybe getting into the game industry. Understand that it's not just a combination of who you know and what you can do. It is a combination of who you know, what you can do, and what fucking degree you have. Like, straight up. It's not just one or the other or two. or It's all of them. Okay? If you get lucky, congratulations, you get lucky. But <clears throat> try getting into the fucking game industry without having a proper reel, without having a fucking four-year BA in something, or some kind of specialization in something, and also not knowing somebody who works at the company you, that you're trying to get into. Because if you don't have all three of those things, you're going to be toiling for a while and... I'm not joking when I say this. You will be. Like, I have plenty of friends who are still toiling, and they graduated back in 14. It's shitty. I hate it. Ugh. But, oh, shit. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got so heated. I got off track here. Um, God damn. Talk about things that make you happy. They, yeah, talk about things that make me happy, apparently. Like, uh, like the Dance Dance Revolution. God damn it. <laughs> Why do you want that to be a fucking talking point? God damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was just thinking about like okay what are some things that I know off the top of my head that Devane could probably go into depth with and I felt like that DDR was one of them. I mean, they, and does it make you happy instead of angry? I mean, it definitely makes me happier than most things, but I can guarantee you it definitely makes me kind of angry <laughs> when I'm playing it just because of how into it I get. Uh, so yeah, everyone should know what the fuck Dance Dance Revolution is or DDR for short. It's a it's a dance game that got created back in the uh, I think it was late '90s or early 2000s. I want to say late '90s. Um, wonderful game. Uh, four arrows. You step on them in succession to fucking you know, really cutesy anime shit, and uh, you know it's. And why, it's uh, and why does it appeal to you so much? 
Oh, it's just because uh, it was the hotness back when I was younger. <laughs> that's straight. That's, I'm not even joking. It literally was the fucking hotness. It was the hotness. It was the smacks. <laughs> it was. I'm not even joking. If you had a DDR pad and a PlayStation in your house in the home version, you were the shit. You were awesome. Everyone wanted to go to your house, and that's what I did. I went to the people who had that shit in their house, and I was playing all the time. Okay, so actually, so here's the thing. Uh, I had this group of people who were in my neighborhood that my brother was friends with at the time, and I was basically their bitch, you know, just going around trying to be all cool and shit, but I wasn't. And they had all the games at this one guy's house. His name was John, and he had another brother named Chris. And we would always go there. It would be fun. Um, And I tried to play DDR, and I sucked at it. Because I just couldn't get the beat down. I had no rhythm. But as time went along, my grandfather always took me to Fry's Electronics uh, in San Jose. It was like their headquarters. And they had a DDR display there. Just sitting there. Just anybody could play because they wanted to sell the things. They wanted to sell the product. And it was just on display. And people like me who wanted to play could play and try to be like, hey, I can also be an advertisement and also get my skills in. So I shit you not. For the next, like, seven fucking years straight, I would go, anytime my grandfather would say, hey, I'm going to fries, oh, I'm going, I would literally get dressed in, like, comfortable clothes and comfortable shoes and go to the fucking thing and start playing for, like, a good two hours while he went and did shopping in the electronics store. And that's how I got good at DDR. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I didn't even own a proper dance set until I was, like, a teenager, like a, like a, like a mid-teen. And then I finally got it, and um, I would play with my uh, with uh, m- with my brother Brennan all the time. He was like <clears throat> he was my rival in playing the game. He was my fucking rival, and we play. And I'll, even though I eventually got like a lot better than him, he would still play with me every now and again because like you know he liked the game, like spending time. And um, nowadays I play it. I'm 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 at the ripe age of 25 years old now, people, <laughs> and I still play this fucking game because I love it so much. And these days, I, I get inspired by um, uh, a guy named Chris Chike. I hope I'm saying his fucking last name right. It's Chike or Chike. I honestly, I think it's Chike. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, Chris. Um, he is the, or at least in most people's eyes within that community, the best DDR player ever. He is the god of DDR because he's beaten the most songs, uh, like he perfected it out, out of everybody in the world. <clears throat> and he plays at the mall that I practice at all the time. He lives here. So I practice with him all the time and try to learn from him because he's the best. And like, that's kind of like my goal in playing the game nowadays. I want to, I will never be as good as him unless I stop everything in my life, somehow get rich and play the damn game 24 seven. But I want to be able to like, get like maybe a quarter as good as him. That's what I want. Because honestly, he's, he's kind of inspiring. Just seeing him play and like seeing him be dedicated to to the game, just because it's it's kind of gotten me a lot of a tough spots and you know I love the music and I love like the workout it gives me and like the people who play it. It's probably one of the best games I've ever played with one of the best communities I've ever been associated with. Like I really fucking love it and honestly I feel like if anyone's ever looking for like something to kind of pick up as a hobby if they're crazy enough to like you know stare at a screen with colorful arrows <laughs> like shooting up from the bottom screen up to the top it's definitely worth a try um just know that you know it, it's a very 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 steep learning curve but it's definitely possible to to learn it um and I would actually definitely say if you ever try to to learn it, definitely ask the people who are hella good at the game how to get better. 
talk to them because they actually want people to get. They want people to play the game because ultimately, <laughs> if you play the game, uh, Konami, uh, as much as people hate them, they make more versions of it because they get more money. Like for real, <laughs> if like millions of people are playing the game, which means we get more songs and more charts, and that's what I fucking want. <clears throat> um, so please consider consider today. <laughs> To play, to play some, play some, step on some, some rain barrels. Be <laughs> one of us. Be one of us. Be one of us. Please. And actually, no. If you ever, if if whatever reason you ever find me out and about at an arcade and you want to learn how to play DDR, I will drop everything I'm doing. I will even like ignore people who I'm on a date with at the arcade to go teach you, <laughs> which is probably a bad endorsement for anybody who ever wants to entertain me. Understand that DDR may supersede you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It might happen, and you just have to live with that. I'm sorry. Um, what you're passionate about always trumps romance, right? In, in in different ways, yes, but I try to be fair about it. I try my best to not, like, let it get away. So, say, for example, like, if I had to choose between going on, like, a three-day weekend away from uh, away from the city to go on, like, some kind of hotel kind of getaway with, like, a girl I'm dating at the time, and and choosing between that and playing Kingdom Hearts 3 for the first time, you can damn well bet that there's no way I would ever miss playing Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> I would, I would fucking never, ever, ever in my fucking existence ever stop anything in my life. Do you think Kingdom Hearts 3? Did you play Kingdom Hearts 3? Are you fucking kidding me? I, no. Yes, it will come out this year. And actually, as a matter of fact, as, as of this recording, uh, there's a rumor that we're actually going to get the release date there's actually a rumor. There's 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 a rumor that we may get the release date as of recording this. Like I think it's what the fuck is the date today? Today is the 17th of May. So if you're listening to this after the 17th, which you will be, you either know the release date or I'm a big fat fucking liar. <laughs> so we'll find out. Um, I'm hoping. I'm very hopeful. Um, I know by E3 we'll fucking know. And if we don't fucking know, you'll hear me scream. From the from my from my home in Campbell, you'll hear it across the goddamn country, and me and a bunch of other Kingdom Hearts fans. I'm not talking about the game right now. We can't. We have to move on because I'll I'll fucking rant about that for an hour. All right. So, anyways, hey, there's other events that I guess uh, me and Veronica are going to be going to hella soon. So, if anybody who's listening to this honestly wants to talk with us or do anything. Or, hey, just want suggestions for things you can do within the next, you know, couple of days or the next, you know, month or so. Hey, here's some things you can do. It's Fanime. If you don't know what Fanime is, it's this amazingly large anime convention. And what's an anime convention, you ask? Well, it's when a whole bunch of, like, 15 to 35-year-olds get cramped up in a fucking convention center all smelling like ass and alcohol dressed up as their favorite Japanese animation characters and go around for four days straight acting like idiots. <laughs> That's what Fanime is. <laughs> Just to keep the promotions up with those who volunteer for Fanime and get in for free. <laughs> it is a dry event, so if someone smells like alcohol, it's not sponsored by Fanime. No, it is not sponsored by Fanime. The alcohol part is for those who want to partake outside of the of the con halls, obviously. Uh <laughs> I was generalizing very much so just because of my own personal experiences of seeing other people like that. I am not saying that my own self is, my own experiences are of, of being a, a drunken, <laughs> drunken, belligerent anime fan. 
and any accusations to uh, to the to the aforementioned is purely alleged, not based anywhere in fact. I'm sorry. <laughs> But hey, uh, there's something that actually is going to be happening between me and uh, Veronica is uh, we're going to be cosplaying together. Uh, she wrote me into this cosplay of cosplaying as some of our favorite people from the WWE, uh, the New Day, which, yay, I love those guys. We both love those guys. And uh, although we don't have one of the characters, or at least, yeah, I guess we can call them characters. They are characters uh, in, in the team, uh, our big E, as they call them, uh, call him, um... Uh, we only have two of them, so Veronica is going to be uh, our favorite dude, who he actually, she actually knows, and I know by association, um, Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods. Uh, he's our resident nerd boy in the WWE, and uh, one of the sexiest men alive, uh, Kofi Kingston, who I am sadly going to try to recreate in the worst fashion ever, <laughs> which is not going to happen, but I'm going to try my damnedest. Um, and it's going to be fun because we're just going to walk around the con. She's going to have a fucking trombone and we're just going to walk around doing a whole bunch of dumb shit and dancing and whatnot. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm actually looking a lot forward to it because I just like doing this stuff during the day. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, also I just read that there is a big old thing here that says, don't tell them what it is because it's a fucking surprise. <laughs> Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a fucking surprise anymore unless I got edited out. Congratulations, you know exactly what we are dressing up as. Have fun. I can't read. I can't fucking read anything. Right. I'm so sorry. That's going to say it. Act like you didn't hear anything. We're cosplaying as fucking Ryuko and fucking her sister from Kill a Kill. She's going to be the sister and I'm going to be Ryuko. The only reason I'm Ryuko is because Ryuko's is a little bit more revealing and everyone wants to see my fat ass being a skimpy ass fucking One Piece. <laughs> Anyways, hey, uh, yeah, if you want to come to Fanime, come say hi. Um... And if you want to hang out with me and do things that are totally of uh, legal standing, like, you know, not drinking at the con and not, you know, doing stupid things like, you know, walking around and having a big old boombox and starting karaoke things, you know, things like not like that, come uh, come talk to me. It'll be nice. <laughs> uh, anyways, hey, there'll be another thing that we're going to be going to uh, in, uh, on Saturday. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, so we know this... Uh, very awesome uh, artist, rap artist. Uh, her name is uh, Lex, uh, the Lexicon artist. Uh, she's awesome. She's uh, this uh, Asian rapper. She's amazing. She's dropped some amazing bars and a lot of the tracks she had. And she actually is just about to drop her first debut album, which we're super excited about. I actually pre-ordered that motherfucker for like 50 bucks because every time she's like, hey, you should buy a thing, she always tries to fucking be like, hey, you know, do this thing. If Ronk is like, oh, hey, you know, you should totally like, you know, support Lex because, you know, you, you fucking love her stuff. And they always try to goat me into like, you know, thinking I'm not gonna like buy shit and then I have to fucking shut them up by like paying absorbent amounts of money for the fucking albums or anything she has. Like, the first time they tried to do this shit, I dropped, like, 40 bucks on a fucking single, and I was like, don't at me, because y'all are fucking tempting me and shit. And then she messaged me, like, when her pre-order went up, and I was like, 50 bucks, just, you know I'm gonna buy it, damn. <laughs> shit. Um, but, for real, she is amazing, she's toured with MC Chris, uh, before, uh, I believe so, or at least open, uh, for him. Uh, open for Megaran as well, who's a very good friend of ours. Um, also, I guess, I, you mentioned him, I, you know what, I've, I've listened to, like, 
three or four of the podcast thus far, and I honestly don't remember him being mentioned as much as you say he is. He was mentioned in the last one. Was he? Yeah, I talked about ML Nights nice too. Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah, you did. You totally Which did. that will be released in June. Yes, yes, it will. Yes, it will. And actually, she has uh, some of her students on that on that album. Or maybe I used a lot of his tracks in my in my podcast. You definitely have. Okay. You definitely have used a lot of his tracks in in, in his stuff, which uh, I'm I'm glad you have. His stuff is 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 uh, pretty bang. Love his stuff. Um. So yeah. So you totally should go uh, check out uh, Lex Lexicon artist. She's amazing. Uh, she's actually doing a show, like I said, on Saturday at Bottom of the Hill with uh, Ruby Ibarra. Um, he's a Filipino American rap artist. He's pretty cool. Uh, shoot, shoot me, she. <laughs> No! <laughs> no! I don't want to do it again. No, you keep this in because I want to g- own my mistakes. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ruby. Sorry, Ruby. But you'll be doing your, your show with Lex later on. Um, and as I, as I mentioned, uh, Lex has the, the Raging Ego. That's her, her debut album. It's called Raging Ego. Uh, it's it's going to be out very soon. And if you pre-order it now, you get four sneak peek tracks and the remix of Glasses, which she already has a track out of that, is actually really cool. And she has another one, uh, which I can't remember the name of it right now, but it talks about a lot of business stuff, and I love it. And I told her I loved it, and she was like, you're awesome. And I was like, yeah, I'm not that awesome you are. This car is getting so hot, and I'm trying to wrap this shit up as best I can, because it's getting swelteringly hot in here, and we're both black people! Hey. This is your car. You can roll down the windows, I bro. could, but yeah, and then we're going to fuck up the sound, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to keep shit rolling. What does being black have to do with being hot? We're heat generators. That's what happens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you've not got the memo, that's what happens if you have a lot of melanin. You just retain heat all the time. You just create a lot of it all over the place. It's terrible, and it works great in the winter. <laughs> okay. Hey. Hey, what's the, let's talk about, let's keep this gravy train rolling about things we want to talk about. Also, we don't have any more, like, events I'm, I'm talking about, by the way, about what we're going to. Just go to those two events, Fanime and the one that's going to be at Bottom of the Hill this Saturday, if this thing comes out by then. Um, so, have fun going to that if you want to go to that. Uh, hopefully see us there, say hi. Um, so, yeah, also, favorite anime that currently watching, because that's also on this itinerary I have to answer. So, yeah, so there's only three, two two there's only two animes i'm actively watching right now um i guess three maybe if you want to count that one okay i'll count them all three so the first one is a very popular one y'all already fucking know it's my hero academia i'm balling on that hella hard i I haven't watched it yet that was on my list of things to watch but i'm not quite turned on by it because of the animation what what the fuck is wrong with the animation there's nothing wrong with the animation i just it looks too bubbly for me i'm used to animation that looks more like cowboy bebop we're like oh my god fucking elitist go watch evangelion you fucking elitist prick god damn it God damn it! It's real. You need to watch it. It's amazing. It's it, the animation is tops. It is so goddamn good. Like if you you watched Naruto, didn't you? Okay, then if you watched Naruto. You should watch this. It, like for for those of us who had fillers plus fillers plus. No, no, none. No fillers. No fillers. There's no fillers in this shit thus far, and I hope it stays that way. Please, my hair academia, don't make me a fucking liar. Please don't have any fucking fillers going forward. 
But no, for those of us who happen to have relapsed after Shippuden ended and didn't want to go into Baruto because, you know, we wanted our childhood to fucking end. That was a meme. I didn't realize it was a real Oh no, that shit's real, and it pissed the fuck out of all of us. We were, so, those of us who grew up with this fucking series, we just wanted it to end. We just wanted fucking Sasuke and Naruto to just fight and just be done with it. But no, they had to fucking... Anyways, uh, for those of you who happened to need that window closed and you needed something else that wasn't Bardo, My Hero Academia fills that niche completely. It is literally... Naruto with superheroes. I'm not even joking. There's so many parallels from My Hero Academia to Naruto Shippuden. It's it almost hurts. It almost fucking hurts, but it's so good because they deal with a lot more ethics than um than Naruto did. Uh, it, think think of like the ethics that they actually dealt with in like the in the Incredibles film and what's gonna happen in Incredibles 2. It's very much on the same level of that, but in anime form, and it's great. I would definitely highly recommend it. Second one I'm watching is a little bit more of a niche one. Um, Definitely, if you happen to have watched an anime called Hajime no Ippo, um, uh, which is um, the fighting Ippo in English, uh, it's an amazing anime. They have like three different continuation series uh, seasons of that of that show, and I only mention it because if you happen to know about the show, it's a boxing anime, and it's probably one of the best boxing animes that have ever existed. If you ever want to get yourself pumped up and want to work out to something, play that anime. But uh, that's not the anime I want to talk about. Um, the anime I want to talk about is another one that just came out. It's very new and actually has a lot of the spirit of Hajime no Ippo. And apparently actually came out before Hajime no Ippo and uh, is very beloved in the anime community. And I don't even know about it just till now. Uh, and it's called Megalobox. Um, it's actually a uh, kind of a reboot of this other manga series, which I believe, I don't know what the full name of it, but it, it, it runs off of the name of something something Joe or I think it's just called Joe Box. I don't know what the hell it is. But it's a very old one, and it's awesome. And the entire premise is, you know, kind of a dystopian future kind of thing where boxing is 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 a big thing. But it's not just boxing. It's boxing with augmented uh, arm attachments that you have. So it's, 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 it's very, you know, shonen-y kind of thing. But it is really cool to kind of see things go along. The animation is pretty sick. And honestly, if you're looking for that kind of like, you know, cowboy, beboppy, fucking trigun kind of animation, Megalobox is your shit. 110 fucking percent Megalobox is the animation style for you if you're looking for that. I'm not even joking. They they almost carbon copy take this stuff. And actually kind of annoys me because their, their, their keyframing isn't the best. <laughs> but it's enough for me to like watch it and enjoy it. Um, and the third one is one that I don't suggest you watch, but I watch anyways because I love a lot of different kinds of animes. This one is a very short series. It still updates to this day, and it's only about three and a half minutes long for each episode. And the anime I'm talking about is called Michiri Neko. I'm probably not pronouncing it. It's like Michiri Neko. That's what it's pronounced as, and it's a fucking, it's a kid show. I'm not even joking. It's a kid anime show, but I love it because it's so cute. It has these little short, like, 20-second, like, things that are all flash animated, and all these little cute, colorful cats that are all, like, you know, get into little cute situations and whatnot, and some of them are kind of adult-themed. It's a little dark in some of them, <laughs> strangely enough, but it's so awesome. I love it. It's, it's what I put on when I do chores. Like, it's amazing to listen to because it's so just dumb. And the <laughs> you're going to hate me for this. The entire, yes, the entire fucking soundtrack, <laughs> the back of the backtrack for the anime <laughs> are two really <laughs> shittily played recorders. 
<laughs> the entire thing is just like it's it's so fucking adorable. Do I need to play this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it has any proper sound in it. But uh, if you can, you should. If you can try to get it. But definitely, if you have the opportunity, it's on Crunchyroll. Please watch at least the first couple episodes. They are hilarious. Like, if you really want, like, a really, like, just a very fun kind of romp around with kitties and anime, please watch this. It's so worth your time. And if you don't fucking believe me, I'm going to fight you. Like, I'm just, I'm actually going to fight you. I'm not even, I'm going to, I'm going to find you and I'm going to take a fucking cat plushie and I'm going to beat you to death with it because this anime is real. It's so real. It's so good. It's so amazing. <laughs> she has the Crunchyroll fucking app up right now looking at it. I hope you watch this later. <laughs> I really hope you watch this shit later. <laughs> I need you to watch this shit later. It's so worth your time. It's beyond worth your time. I think my students watch this show. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's so good. It's amazing. Because they draw this shit all over my board. Bro, every, every class. bro, you need to watch this show. You need to watch. I didn't even get anybody to suggest this shit. I was doing chores in my old house one day, and I'm like, I need some anime to play. And I saw it, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll play it. And it was so good. I'm so glad I played it. I actually didn't get any chores done that day because I was watching the whole fucking thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope that answers the fucking anime as I'm currently watching portion of this fucking podcast. Successfully, successfully like, covered the whole like anime portion of this. <laughs> Yay, I win. I did a thing. All right, listen, I think we need to fucking wrap this up because I'm actually going to get heat stroke if I don't fucking open a window. So, anyways, uh... Yeah, we would die. We would already been dead if we were in Vegas by now. We would literally... It's, our, it's like... In the, in the days, it's like 102. And the evenings, is like 80 degrees. We would have died. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I, this, we're nearing the end of the shit. Uh, thank you for listening thus far. And, you know, I hope I did an amazing job, or at least somewhat of a fucking competent job taking over for this podcast. I know it's not the usual thing y'all listen to, especially since this is more music-oriented, but hopefully this uh, this kind of, you know, breaks up the, the, the formula enough so it doesn't have to happen again. <laughs> hopefully I don't have to be on one of these things for another, I don't know, maybe like 50 episodes. <laughs> you know, get back to the old things and have another, like, wild card like me, come on. They'll come off another 50. It'll be, it'll be a good cycle. You were foreshadowed. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was foreshadowed in the first episode. I remember that shit. Oh my god, why would you possibly do that to people? <laughs> I just didn't know I was gonna be interviewing myself, which is terrible because now when I come back, this is gonna be like watch if this thing blows up. It's gonna be a tradition where I have to interview myself. Uh, our ladies and gentlemen, uh, Veronica has other events that you can catch her at, musical events, which I hope you go to because they're amazing, because uh, she's an amazing musician, and all the people she partners with are also amazing musicians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the places you can catch her at is Rafa at Club Fox in RWC. What the fuck is RWC? Oh, Redwood City. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, Rafa at Club Fox in Redwood City. Go travel down there to go see. When's that? When's that show? right after this podcast gets oh, okay well whatever well hey if you know about that show and you know you listen to this i hope you had fun it's great yeah please do so give her give her opinions feedback get, be constructive please uh another one you can do is a, a san jose jazz pro, uh, progressions concert uh she's a t- teacher uh, with the with the jazz progression concert um can they catch that show somewhere or any of those shows where they perform anywhere 
yeah, th those guys, they're going to be uh, over... We're, we're going to have a thing on June 2nd over at Bridges Academy in the east side of San Jose. Uh, so if you want to support your community and show that music belongs in schools, uh, just go ahead and check it out. It's our year-end concert, and it should be good, should be good programming. And please do so. Uh, I, I ple uh, any kind of music you guys can support out here, it, it, it's definitely worth the time to, to do so. I, I try to do my best as much as I can, although I'm not going to be able to do that much anymore. Because I'm really much uh, another place you can catch her is a singer showcase at uh, Tabard Theater uh, with, the, with, their, uh, with one of her favorite bands she performed with, the Seventh Street Band. Uh, where's, the, where's the singer showcase going to be at and when? Other than Tabard. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be at Tabard, but it's going to be on June 1st and June 2nd. We have two showings for that. So one is a Friday showing and another is a Saturday showing. Um, yeah, June 1st and 2nd. That's literally the day I'm leaving. I'm sorry. Please go to that show and she'll love you for it. Um, but yeah, and actually the last one she has in here, which a lot of you guys should already know about, the San Jose Jazz Festival. But the 7th Street Band is also going to play. They're going to blow up that freaking stage. Uh, I forget, when is the date of the, the festival? It's usually in June, isn't it? No, it's actually in August. Is it August? What crap, is it August? Well, at least people have time to prepare. You're probably going to be blasting that shit for a while now. <laughs> like, for the next, like, couple months when this podcast comes out. I hit the fucking mic with my phone. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> but no, for real, uh, definitely go to that one. If you if you can't make any of the other ones, you have no excuse to not make the San Jose Jazz Festival because there's going to be a lot of awesome bands there. And it's usually hella crowded during that time anyways, so you just go there anyways. And if you can't get a ticket, you can hear the fucking band from across the street. Like, at any different time. Just just support them. Be like, hold up signs. Be like, Raka, we fucking love you! Like, in exact words on big-ass signs. Please do that. It'll make me happy. It'll make her happy, too. Uh, and I guess, oh god, I got, do I have to fucking tell people what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> why did why did you even write this thing? So okay, like you know, what? I'm gonna read this fucking verbatim because she wanted to like plug me, which I have nothing to plug right now. I did have it at a certain point, but I have nothing to plug right now. But hey, if you want to fucking follow me um, on any social media, all my social media um, is under the name Rodney Dupe. So R O D N E Y D O O P. That is, that is my Twitter handle. That's my Instagram. Um, that's pretty much what I'm going to be going forward in my entire life. Um, anything associated with me, just look up Rodney Dupe. That, that's what you're going to have to do. I will have projects later on in my life that I'm going to be working on, but nothing right now. But, you know, if you happen to be interested in um, uh, video game content, whether it be, you know, doing editorials or actually, you know, actually making games, uh, I don't know, check me out. I'll definitely be in that in that field relative more sooner than later. Um, I don't really have any plugs right now. Um, at least not hair plugs. Definitely have those motherfuckers. You just said that. No, no direct plugs of, like, things that like, people should go and, like, see or, like, you know, do or anything. Plugs are your Instagram. Well, no, I mean, those are, like, my Instagram and shit. Those are, like, social media plugs. I don't have, like, other plugs. Like, hey, you should totally go check out this motherfucker. Like, you know, peep this motherfucker. It's like, yo, this dude, this dude's my life. Yo, we'll rip this. Dude. I don't have that shit, you know? I'm just, like, I don't really have All I have is, like, Twitter shit. Um... I don't know, you know, if I had to fucking, <laughs> if I had to plug, plug stuff, you know what, for those of you who are going to Vegas, uh, definitely go check out this place called Game Nest, it's just off the strip, um, near the Wynn Hotel, just off the Wynn, and if you go there, uh, it's probably one of the best, like, lounge arcade places you can go to, it's so chill, and that's probably gonna be spending most of my time when I practice DDR, so when I'm in Vegas, if you wanna hit me up, that's where I'll be. And they're cheap. 
We have a really good uh, pricing for hourly and two hourly and unlimited hours. I went there when I went to Vegas back in March for a bachelorette party and the guys there, I, I, I escaped the bachelorette party to go to the Game Nest. <laughs> escaped. <laughs> and I went to go hang out and hide out in Game Nest, and it was actually pretty cool. And they also just remodeled. They did. Actually, I saw it. Oh, you know, it's funny. They say remodeled. They just moved all that shit around. <laughs> it looks better. It does look a lot. It looks a lot better. It does. It does look a lot better. It looks a lot roomier. Uh, definitely check that shit out. We're not sponsored by them in any way, but, you know, they're cool enough. And honestly, like, it's probably one of the best places I've ever gone to where I can just chill, play games, and kind of trash talk with people who are really awesome uh so definitely check that out um i think that's about it really that i really have so uh i don't know you want to close this motherfucker off with the remaining amount of voice that you have (laughs) hey guys so um biggest thing is uh like at the beginning of this podcast i know we we've been trying to figure out a name (laughs) <laughs> and I I know I keep saying I need to find a name. I think I called it, I, I tentatively called it V Veronica <laughs> for the moment, so that's what people were looking at. I hope you make that a title of this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, I think I'm actually going to name it Don't Cast and Drive. Don't Cast and Drive? Yeah. I, oh, so I remember you, you had that idea, like, like, was it a podcast ago or two podcasts ago or something like that? Yeah, yeah you had that idea of Don't, don't Cast and Drive. Right I mean, we're not driving at all. Which 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 really kind of ruins the entire thing. Oh my god! We if you're gonna do this, we need to have like a place where like or you, you need to take people you do interviews with in places where you can open the windows and there's gonna be no sound because <laughs> you need ventilation in this bitch. It's so hot in this car. Can't you like flip the switch? I have to turn my key, and I don't want to do that. That's just more fucking sound problems we have right now. And honestly, I'm I'm almost certain that they are hearing every fucking car that has passed <laughs> next well, to my car. Again, don't cast and drive. it it gives the aesthetic (laughs) this is gonna be one of the weirdest things you've listened to because we've been moving the mic back and forth there's been no central location for any of the sound have fun editing this veronica thank you for listening to don't cast and drive the official official name of this podcast we're done Play the Astro music. I don't know what the fuck it is. I hope it's banging. I hope it's really hard. I'm going to imagine this right now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. You say with my boobay tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie girl with my base stuff. Ooh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste buds? I get way too dirty. Won't you let me do the extras? Up on your block and break it down, we playing Tetris AM to the BM, BM to the AM phone Piss out your per diem, you just gotta hate them phone If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Bitch, be humble, hold up Sit down, be humble, sit down, be humble, bitch, sit down, be humble.